from their secret lair on the back lot of an abandoned theme park in the heart of the New York of the South. They spring into action whenever an unwanted opinion is needed. This is Two Dudes on a Backlot. Now, here's your hosts, R.L. Sutton and Harvey. Are you into pop culture? Are you a fan of movies, television, comics, games, wrestling, MTV when it played music and it was cool? How about aliens, the paranormal, or the Florida man skunk game? Yeah, well this is the show for you. We are Two Dudes on a Backlot. My man, R.L. Sutton. That's me. I'm Harvey, we got something to say, and nobody asked. This episode, we're going to talk about the paranormal. RL, break it down for me. So, in the U.S., there are 1,200 professional haunted houses. Interesting historical fact, the first haunted ghost house attraction happened in the U.K. in 1915. 18% of Americans say they've seen a ghost. Three or four Americans believe in the paranormal. In fact, this is such a thing that in the state of New Jersey, you must disclose it's a law if your house is haunted, if somebody were to ask you. (laughs) I think that is phenomenal. That is, we have a state that stipulates if your house is haunted, you cannot withhold that from us. If you ask. You have to ask. I think that's phenomenal. Well, I know the state, the, the city of St. Augustine in St. Augustine, Florida, which is in North Florida, is the oldest city in the United States. It was the first city that was that was um, established, I guess. The Spaniards came in here. Don't know what year it was, but they came in off the coast of Florida. And that was the first city that they, they colonized was St. Augustine, Florida. And they are known for having hauntings and since it's so ancient you have ancient tombstones it is an Anne Rice novel made real life now they have a whole tourist industry based around it if you're ever in the area I highly recommend the people that give the 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 ghost tours are great performers they have reenactors it's a very historically rich city so this is definitely in this modern age with the paranormal it's a business. Wouldn't you say it's almost a business, RL? Yes. Were you aware that I worked for the city of St. Augustine? I was not. Please tell us. Do you have any ghost stories to tell? Or I don't. Have, Sutton? I don't have any ghost stories to tell. I um, did. I worked for the utilities division there, so we were constantly digging up stuff. The city of St. Augustine has an archaeologist on staff, and if he could, and if you're doing something downtown in the historic area. He is very quick to get down there and start digging around. We dug up the um, the remains, like you could see it and not realize what it was, of the last wooden fort. It's right across the street from the the stone fort. It's the uh, last wooden fort in the U.S. Yes, the Castillo for. de San Marcos. That is the name of the the, the stone fort, the, the rock fort made of coquina rock. Yes. <laughs> um we were doing construction on one place and it is like flat silence. You sometimes in that area, like you don't hear anything and you're kind of looking around because you're standing out in the middle of, I was doing flagging at that point, at that particular situation. And you're looking for something because it just, it just feels weird. It's in the atmosphere. They even have an antique shop down there 
a little off the beaten path, so to speak, that had World War II memorabilia from uh, certain organizations that were famous over in World War II. You can figure it out. That stuff, it just had that feeling like something's wrong there. But you can't put a shovel in the ground without finding something ancient. I think that's phenomenal. I think that's phenomenal. I've been up to St. Augustine plenty of times. And one of the stories that they like to tell with, you know, the different ghost ghost tours that they have is one of a particular girl that was there during when, like I said, the Spanish were there and it was an actual fort and they were fighting the Indians. That's how far back it was. And somehow she got left out of the fort when they would close it every night. And, you know, the, 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 the woods, the jungle consumed her. She perished. And to this day, the story is in modern day in 2022 that you will see an appearance of a girl of a little i don't know hey she's a child don't know roughly but let's say she's 10 of a 10 year old girl like at two three four o'clock in the morning walking around the front where the gates used to be now there's just like a piece of a gate that's there for touristic purposes for people to to take pictures and about. it has the there's still stone masonry piece of the original gate that's there you know hanging out playing and the the local law enforcement they will get phone calls you know from 911 saying hey you know for tourists and people that just moved to the area i saw a girl playing around there and now they don't even send patrol cars they're like oh yeah that's the spirit of so and so so there there could be something there there could be something to it there is so lrl you is there a particular ghost story like that, that somebody that you worked with or from the area told you about? Because I have my favorite ghost story. It's not from St. Augustine, but it's one that I heard on uh, Coast to Coast AM on the, on the radio, which is a famous radio show now podcast that talks about everything paranormal to conspiracy theories to all kinds of you know, they really go down the rabbit hole. Is there anything, since you worked in the city of St. Augustine, is there a particular story or do you have just a favorite paranormal ghost story? There's one near uh, the city of Daytona, for those who know where that is, an area called Tomoka. And you go down this road there and it used to be one of the main roads before the interstates came in. And it's got a canopy of trees. So you, at night, you can't even see the stars especially if you turn your headlights up and then it opens up into this big swampy field and they have what's called the Tomoka lights and these two orbs will chase you they'll appear behind you and they'll speed up and you'll speed up and you'll slow down and they'll slow down and they will ch chase you for a while supposedly my late stepfather and a buddy of his was out we'll say catting around and for some reason decided to go that way because you could take it up to uh us1 where some bars were and these lights were chasing them and they were hitting such high speeds that the pegs on their motorcycles were sparking as he leaned in the corner. Is this something that happens all the time? Because you My, heard of similar like UFO stories where people are being chased by quote unquote a spaceship. According to urban legend, it one to answer your question, no, it doesn't happen all the time because I've been out when I was in those regions, I've traveled through that place, that area at night and you, I didn't see anything. According to urban legends, there is a, a well that they used to throw slaves down. And okay. that's what's chasing people. Now, 
on the other side of things, it could simply be swamp gas and intoxicated individuals seeing something in that telephone thing. You tell me something, I tell somebody else, and then somebody thinks they see something. You know, RL, that's sadly stories that we lose in the modern age with cell phones and roads being better lit or light pollution, you know, because every, you know, we cities are so dense and there's so much light being emitted. You really can't see the sky. It's very rare to go to certain parts of the U.S. where it's where you can see stars. Sadly, these are stories that will slowly just die out, even if it's like you said, swamp gas and 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 drugs and alcohol induced paranoia. Sadly, well, these are stories that will slowly just not happen anymore because of modern times. That's an interesting segue because because of modern times, have you ever heard of the phenomenon called electronic voice phenomenon? I have, and I know they based a movie on it. Was it called Frequency? Yes. Okay. What do you think the most common phrases are called in electronic voice phenomenon? Similar to what you heard in the 80s with back, back masking, which were people, kids of that era, before CDs, mm. before the digital age, they would take their LP records, which means long play, and they put it on the record the turntable and they put the needle to the record and then they would physically wind the record backwards. So instead of it playing forwards and listening to the music that is on that piece of vinyl, you would hear phrases about help me and um, Satan is God. You know, you, That's where a lot of that comes from. But with the more of the digital side of it, people's names being called help me probably is a very popular one. Save me. Uh, is anybody out there? Kind of like the, the, the Pink Floyd. <laughs> the top three, you named it. You already got the $500 prize. It's help me. The second one is mommy. And the last one is get out. Ooh, that one really has to make you piss your pants. Especially if you're like by yourself in a room someplace. Now, the problem with it is I've heard, I have an interest in this, so I've seen enough shows where they've done this particular test and you get a lot of people hearing what they think they want to hear. And there was one very popular show that used to do live shows and they, on Halloween night, they would go and pick a place and they would go all night walking around with a camera crew and everything. And I remember distinctly one show, you heard a voice phenomenon, but it sounded like those little recordings that you get when you you know you open the card and it says a voice it says something okay you hear it and the guy jumps and he's like do you hear that and you hear it and you play it back a couple of times you're like dude that sounds so electronic like they recorded it and they needed to scare yeah, and you've had these that- tv shows where they're looking for bigfoot or the skunk ape or sasquatch or bigfoot hunters so they gotta they gotta give you something so sadly yeah that's that has tainted and made a lot of people be like, yeah, right. But there is a lot of stuff that's unexplained. You know me, man. I'm always going to go the route of, it could happen. Why can't it be well, real? Well, um, that's the thing. I think it's been, a, these legends have been with us since practically we started. But in modern times, I know I recently saw an article about they found some sort of hole someplace deep in the earth and they put microphones down there. Supposedly it was like a hole to hell. And you heard it's people, inside area. You heard people lamenting, you know, and and it's like, 
Yes, it's a stereotype that hell would be down below and heaven is above, but hey, maybe Siberia. there could be something to it. Maybe it's not that it's hell that what we knew of is hell, but maybe there's something down there and something is suffering or people or apparitions. There's something that's suffering. Well, the belief of what causes ghosts are a a tragic death because there's places all over the U.S. that especially Civil War sites, tragic death, there's usually two kinds of haunting. One is almost like a memory. When people see it, it's this entity doing the same thing over and over again. And then they have what's called intelligent hauntings, which is basically you could sit there and talk to the thing and it will talk to you. Have you ever seen anything like this? I actively have sought out not myself because in in the today the day in the modern age you can get like equipment like the ghostbusters where you have recorders mm-hmm. and and sensors and all kinds of stuff and i've been to saint augustine florida and one of the tours that they have is like a ghost hunting tour where you you they have like graphs and stuff like that like you said it could be something where for the tourist and they'll put like images on that gyroscope and it could be pre-recorded stuff so i have one place in St. Augustine, which is the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum, which is a little small castle in downtown St. Augustine. You can't miss it. It looks like a castle. It was like somebody's mansion from like the 20s or 30s that since in modern day, they've turned it into the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. They do, they their tour does start like at midnight to give it that extra sense of eeriness where they will give you like, my Fisher Price first Ghostbuster kid, and you got the headphones and the mics and that particular place. No, but there was a particular other tour at um, Anastasia Island Lighthouse, which is a little island that you have to cross a bridge over from St. Augustine to Anastasian Island, where there's mm-hmm. supposedly, allegedly, many hauntings. Where that's where I heard and saw stuff, and where to this day there are more. Appearances, I guess you'd call it, like ghost appearances of people seeing weird things. And then they have stories explaining why that particular ghost is haunting. So I didn't see anything where you're like, okay. But even before digital phones, the first time I went, it was still the era of the digital camera. And in our pictures, you would get these light spots in your pictures called orbs. Yes. And that, I think it's, you still get those on, on your phone. It works better on film. So if, if you're, for you um, hardcore photographers that still use film and you have, you know, high-ended um, cameras, I highly recommend going to St. Augustine and start taking pictures at different hours of the day. It doesn't necessarily have to be at the witching hour. And yes, I have seen plenty of that phenomenon with light orbs where it seems like they're above your head or talking to you. My personal belief, I, I do believe there's something out there. There's something unexplained. There are people that don't know they died and they're haunting. There are people that, spirits, they're, they're disembodied. They're not people anymore. There are spirits that don't know they're dead and they're, they're haunting. There is something to say about demons and e- evil spirits and jinn. I, I, I do think that's a thing. I was raised Catholic, so it's in me, but there is a lot of phenomenon that's unexplained. And there is a lot of 
evil in this world. Let's call it what it is. It may not be what we see in movies and television about monsters. There is some things that aren't unexplained. For me, I hope that the skunk ape is real. I hope that mm -hmm. the Yeti is real. I'm really hoping that there is a Bigfoot, that the Loch Ness monster is see? legit and this just the dinosaur that in modern times just knows how to camouflage itself. I'm hoping all of that is real. That when the fucking lid comes off, mm -hmm. I can be like, I told you motherfuckers. See, I take a little bit as, as the animals go, I take a little bit of a uh, separate point of view on it simply because we we're we don't know everything that's on this planet. So for there to be a primate running around the Americas just being like, fuck you guys, I'm out. That to me is not beyond belief. I think though the science side of me goes, there's so many times this stuff has happened. Not everybody is seeing something which enough people are seeing these things. It to me says there it has to be something to it. There's gotta be something to ghosts. And yes, our belief systems have us go, well, there you either go up or you go down. There's not a, not a section on, or you may get sucked because of some really crazy shit happened to you in life. So now you're, you're wandering the earth. I think there, there's something to it simply because so many people have seen it throughout history before modern days, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's why you have ghost stories. One of my favorite ghost stories is a ghost story that I heard on coast to coast AM with George Norrie. And it's a guy who was driving outside of Chicago, of course, at nighttime. And he sees this beautiful woman in a white dress. And it's a dress um, from maybe the 20s or 30s. I don't know if she was a flapper. Um, but she's in this white dress and she's waving him down. He sees a human, not an apparition, not something floating, not like you see in some movies where you see a head and arms, but then you don't see the feet and it's kind of floating. No, it is a three-dimensional human he stops he's like what are you doing out here in the middle of nowhere he's like oh my god i gotta get to the i gotta get to the party i'm late to the party i'm late to the party and very nice sweet sounding voice and he's like okay hop on in and he turns off the radio in his car and they start driving and she gives him the address to where the party is and he starts asking her questions he's like yeah my name is so and so and i live here and i'm going to this party and I'm really looking forward to it and um, the whole time he's thinking because of the way she's dressed that she's a cosplayer she's going to like a themed party like a party that's of not this time so he's just having a great conversation with her drives into the city of Chicago drops her off at where the party is which is like a known music hall that to this day still used for private events and plays and concerts and whatnot and she says oh thank you so much i really appreciate it remember he got her name and uh hey you do, is there any way else i can help you no no thank you so much and she closes the door she closes the door and runs off into that that ballroom he the next day don't have the the, the, the details because i heard the story years ago He's talking to a friend and he's telling, hey man, the weirdest thing, I picked up this hitchhiker and she was this gorgeous woman in white. And he's like, wait a minute, you said she was dressed in white? Was she dressed from like this area? He's like, yeah, bro, that's the ghost of this particular person. She's been haunting that road for decades now. He's like, shut the hell up. 
and he does further research and it turns out that particular ghost died on the night of when she was going to that party in 1930 whatever she was dressed in white and the story is that she's haunting that road and to this day she literally bums rides off of people and they drop her off at the at the venue which still exists for her to make her party so this particular spirit is kind of caught in like a weird time loop where she's just like oh i gotta make it to this party that's my favorite ghost story and i've heard of that that's called a yeah like you said it's a loop and it just there that moment in time repeats and a little bit out there but there's some thoughts that maybe it's not a repeat that it's an actual and this is time shift like they're really picking her up it, yes, it, it gets this weird person in the story the yeah, driver she, is like she was real she sat in my car and she he talked to her yeah she had like hands and fingers yes exactly and there you can have smells you can have the whole tactile thing but that that being is thought is how whatever the case may be that being is ca- caught in a loop you know there's something going on that they're just experiencing and uh, that uh event over and over so that's that's unique i actually used to think i had um i worked at this uh cinema that was built back in the 70s mm-hmm. and been there forever and of course yeah this is late 90s and you would get that feeling like something's looking at you and you're thinking that oh what the you know because again it's that old come to find out that high electromagnetic fields can trick your mind in the particular room that i was in uh had a lot of electromagnetic fields or maybe for all i know there's a ghost sitting around going hey man where's my movie you know they, they've since turned the place into a warehouse he's just wandering around at night trying to find his theater now that would so be rl what yes. are your what are your beliefs do you believe that some of these apparitions are a thing like i said i want them to be a thing um i do I believe think, in some of them but what are your thoughts well bringing in the electromagnetic field a lot of times yes we do see what we want a lot of times we outside forces interact with us without knowing but i genuinely think that when you boil it all down that there are some things going on there that are outside of our understanding of the universe two dudes on a backlog will return after this message every culture possesses comparable myths accounts of distant lands and the belief of creatures that can transform at will should every report be dismissed Every tale written off, every sighting mistaken. Is this not a sign of human pretension to dismiss thousands of years of history? Silver, legend of the wolf. Waga Comics of Japan is now offering a digital version in English and Japanese of all issues of Silver, Legend of the Wolf. We now return to Two Dudes on a Backlog. If you will, that there are ghosts in benevolent spirits out there demons and angels if you will angels being helpful of course that exist in because not everyone's just seeing what they want to see not everyone's interact just having these there's some facts to it is what i'm getting at trying to get out that these things actually exist and like i've mentioned before there are stories of like guardian angels 
a lot of people think of ghost stories and paranormal and they always think of it's always in the dark it's always at nighttime there are plenty of stories of people that were in peril or they were in an accident of some sort and some bystander kind of comes around and helps them just mm-hmm. like in my story of the girl that physically opened the door to his car sat in closed the door when she got to her destination opened the door again closed it again there are similar stories of you know good samaritans coming and you're like oh, okay harvey yeah cool whatever yes but once again they're they're like in period pieces you know it could be somebody that is dressed not from our time helping this person out you know like of instances where somebody's in a car crash and they get pulled out and the 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 person you're like oh yeah but they're probably they they hit their head and they're losing blood and they're loopy yeah there could be some of that where there could be a, a, pl- a, a perfect explanation. And there are other times where it's happened before, where this particular spirit or entity has helped people before. Those are the it's not ones. always like an evil spirit. There are plenty of times where it's, you know, some people say that as guardian angels, you know, angels that are, you know, they just look like a normal person and they come and help them out in a time where they needed it the most. And it's like, not necessarily people that are overly religious or they find God or, no, no, it's just somebody that they needed help, and then this particular person came, helped them out. And then when you do the research, it's like, where did this person appear from? How did they do this? It, there's so much that's unexplainable. Like the lighthouse you were referencing, I've seen multiple stories on it, and I've actually seen some of the footage where it looks like a shadow of a person looking down at the very top of, from the very top of you. And that that story was there before the shows that were playing it at the time. So there's plenty of those things that have been around where it used to your 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 local news would do a story on it because it's like, eh, we were short on news. Now, yes, there are shows that investigate the paranormal. And if they want viewers, sometimes it's reality television. Fill it in for yourself. They're they're going to do something to get viewers. This these stories have been with us since before then. The nineteen twenties young lady getting in the car. How many times has that story been told and it's still happening to people? The same. Exactly. The same thing as the um, Jersey Devil. I honestly think the Jersey Devil is probably just an animal of some sort that is just there. We, you know, we, for all we know, there's a brood out there and we just see one of them because they're intelligent enough to hide from us. And every once in a while, these stories, they, they're not since yes, in the age of Hollywood and social media, it's great to, put them out there but they've always been there even when people trusted their media you know they're not something new yeah and there's something to say about have you ever did you grow up with pets <laughs> yes quite a okay. few uh, same here and uh when i had to put down my cat like uh 10 years ago when you put down an you know a, a, a traditional pet like a cat or a dog i don't know about snakes or anything else like mm. that an animal that's very intelligent that has human characteristics to it. If you ever have to put down your pet, the one thing I will say is do not look at its eyes because it's an image that you will never get out of your head. My cat, we had to put him down because he was old. It was just, it got to a point where, you know, he was suffering. There's something about the life force. This is an animal that is intelligent, but still can't talk and all that. It's still, you know, they say cats and dogs may have the intelligence of like a smart toddler. So still, as an animal, that's kind of impressive. As a human, you're like, eh, toddlers still pissing shit on themselves. 
when they inject my cat, cats and dogs don't have eyelids. When they sleep, they scrunch their eyes. So when you die, obviously you lose all control of your muscles. They don't have eyelids. So the eyes stay open. And just like in a movie, you literally see the life force leave their body. Even though my cat was sick, he had life in his eyes. And the minute that injection takes hold, his eyes just went gray. And it's an image that stays in your head. So there is something about living things and the life force that is in us. And that's what stays. And if you have religion, whatever you believe in, heaven and hell, that's the soul. That's what moves on with a lot of these paranormal activities. That life force is what's still hanging around, is what I would say. Life force is a thing. We all have this. And to not, you know, if you don't want to believe in, if you're an atheist, that's fine. But there is something in you that there's a life. That's why it's... in movies they always show when someone's dying, you know, the eyes just kind of go blank. And then you have the dramatic of, you know, if it's a human, putting the two fingers over their eyes and closing the eyelids. I think it's human arrogance to dismiss everything like that. I think that we just don't know enough to understand what happens after death. I've actually got a story that's um, unique. So I read about this woman who was obsessed with Egypt and she swore up and down she used to be part of a royal court in Egypt. Okay, she was like one of the pharaohs or something like that. Yeah, she was like a princess. Okay. Have you heard the story? No, 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 no. But I can see where the story's going. Please. Okay. She swore up and down. She, as a little girl, she was a princess and she was in a royal court. You kind of find out she knew stuff and she was from Europe, I want to say. Well, come to find out she could speak, the, could interpret the old uh, Egyptian, what do they call it over there? The, the Sanskrit, the hieroglyphics. The hieroglyph, I have a hard time saying that word, that word. Okay. And lo and behold, she moves to Egypt, is becomes one of the number one Egyptologists out there translating things. Okay. And with no, with no, with no, school. no formal training. No formal training. And she was teaching the expert. Oh, this is what this means. This is what that means. And she swore she was a, she was reincarnated from one of those a princess. And she had knowledge that she shouldn't have, intimate knowledge of like a. A town you grew up in she would take them oh this this and this and she was right so it's like how do you explain that stuff how do you just you you can't just dismiss what we call reincarnation where she knew stuff she shouldn't know yeah and i've heard of similar stories where supposedly somebody's reincarnated and now in the era where at least where we had photographs where photography you know was invented became a thing you have stories about that where so-and-so is reincarnated they find pictures and it's like they're identical mm -hmm. like drops of water they're identical you know the person in modern time looks just like the person supposed to be or they may not be reincarnated but they look exactly like this particular person yeah and that old black and white picture and in this case this woman knew stuff like i said she became celebrated in her field and answering questions and it's like Okay, it's one thing to say, okay, well, I'm somebody. It's a whole other thing to be able to walk the walk and talk the talk. And With no formal training. Yeah, how do you explain that? Because in her case, she, she lived it. Mm -hmm. And there are other cases where people have had head injuries, and now they can 
or speak languages fluently that they they shouldn't know or and they know things they shouldn't know there's a there's one of those theories out there that reincarnation is a thing and it's sort of like those people are remembering stuff because that was their life back then i'm not saying it every case but i'm saying that there's just enough odd things out there to me to make you go it could be something there could there could be something have, to this. have you gotten stuck in a time loop or have you heard of somebody being stuck in a time loop i have not but i recently heard a story from a pretty well-known puerto rican podcaster and youtuber where he was saying he was like you know a teenager he's in his 40s now and he was in puerto rico in the country and he was with his dad who's from the country him and his dad lived in the city but they were in the country visiting you know family members and his dad knew these roads inside and out he grew up there here's the deal they were physically like going down like a mountain a winding mountain and it was dusk and he saw like these orange lights like in the background and they keep winding down and it's like he, he was like why are we we they kept winding down the same road and they, he kept saying the same things the same buildings and it, he was like what the hell's going on it, it was like that for what for him felt like 10 minutes and then finally it it snapped and they finally went up to like a, like a puerto rican version of a convenience store and he tells his dad he's like hey um i felt like we, we just kept repeating the same thing and his dad's like you felt that too while it was happening his dad was just driving they didn't say nothing to each other till that time loop got broken or the, the the blip in the matrix so to speak and it it's never happened to me but i've heard of these stories where in this particular case what made it trippy was they are physically going in a circle and they kept saying the same thing they kept seeing the same thing so finally it the glitch in the matrix fixed itself and he, he continued has have you ever experienced that or heard of a story like that i've heard of things like that and believe it or not it could be a um, a phenomenon caused by um by the universe like physics because we don't understand time and space they could have almost hit like a like there's a thing called a um micro black hole okay traveling through our our system and just kind of that part particular part of puerto rico kind of went through it and it caused a, a time loop i know it sounds yeah, like an episode like of star trek stories always have a similar thing where they see these orange lights i wonder what the significance of the orange lights are like, you know you think it's like an indicator light for the universe you know i think it <laughs> i think it could be a visual like the visual distortion it could have been and i'm just pulling that this out of the air i have no no way of supporting this this idea i'm simply throwing it out there that it could simply the orange light could have been a visual distortion of the thing and they they went through it it just was like a cue you know like the uh airplanes that showed up and there was a air wing vanished and reappeared somewhere i've heard of that happening to airplanes with especially actually ironically enough i heard a story about an airplane that jumped and it like moved had a, it hit a distortion in the in the clouds lightning and all this this electrical thing happened next thing you know they're like several miles away from where they should have been and they traveled instantly like a star trek jump 
No, RL, you, you brought up a good point when you mentioned sh uh, planes. There's also ships, the, the whole phenomenon of the Bermuda Triangle. Now, I have been to Puerto Rico before mm -hmm. a couple of times, and I have flown over the Bermuda Triangle plane, you know, a couple of times and nothing ever happened. But then you do hear of like planes. I know there's an infamous story about in the 40s, I think, of, I a, of a fleet of military planes that were leaving Florida and they were flying over the Bermuda Triangle and that's where they got lost, never to be seen or heard from again. And to this to this day, they will go in out into the ocean around that area just to try to find the wreckage. Nothing. See, I thought I heard about that they found one of them at the bottom of the ocean. But maybe I don't it's know about that, but then you've had shows like uh, what's the name of the show that was on NBC? that's kind of based around that like a plane that crashes and fall you know lost was kind of like that as well oh my god what's the name of the list when you have a plane when they say oh when we when a plane crashes they said oh we went through this that's the name of the tv show i forgot you could see it on netflix now okay um it it, it, it it escapes me but the thing is yeah they've written tv shows and movies based around that but there are plenty uh amelia Earhart is another mm -hmm. one that just kind of disappeared I think we have a case of where it could be just stuff about the galaxy, the universe we don't know, and something just kind of comes through the system. Or there, there are some people who believe there is some kind of vortex, energy vortex over the Bermuda Triangle, and it's right along the middle of the planet. So there's a lot of thoughts to magnetic fields and stuff like that. You know, the the ley lines and those kind of things. Well, and one reason the resorts in the Bahamas, because you have to go over the Bermuda Triangle to get to the Bahamas, is called Atlantis because it is, you know, the old wife cell is, or the belief is, that's where the original city of Atlantis was, was around that area. I have something about that, but I want to, I'll come back to it in a minute. I wanted to share with you, have you, ask you first, have you ever seen anything move on its own? You mean like, 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 you're saying like, oh my God. Uh, you have something on your on your kitchen table and it's just moving. No, I've never seen anything like that. Is that have, that's the question? Yeah. I lived in this um, this place where you had a back window, but it was kind of set in away from where air could get to it. I would open the windows and the, the blinds never moved, never, ever moved because the wind there directly behind us was the woods. So you never had a gust of wind that could get in there. No joke. One time I happened to look up and a group of them just shifted like somebody went up and just touched them and raked their hands across them. Hmm. Interesting. Now, yes, you can make the argument maybe at one point a gust of wind just hit right and that's what I saw. But yeah, it was just a, that was one of the few experiences I ever had in that. It did happen in my house, but I didn't see it. My dad passed away when I was a senior in high school. Okay. He was young. He was in his early 40s. And um, we moved, where my, where in the state where my dad passed away, we moved to a different state. You know, miles and miles and miles and miles and miles away. When we moved in, it was a brand new house, mm -hmm. freshly built, modern house. My mom, according to her, you know, it could be she was grieving. Part of the reason I believe what I believe is because of my mom, you know, raised Catholic, you, you believe in a lot of things 
about demons and all that. But then my mom was always been pretty open-minded when it comes to like ghosts and other that stuff, you know, she believes, you know, as a Catholic, she does believe in reincarnation or her belief has always been like, yes, I'm a Catholic. I believe in Jesus Christ is my savior, yada, yada, yada. But who's to say that this can't be real either. That's always been her mentality. So she's always been forward thinking in that sense. According to her, when we had just freshly moved into the house to this day where she lives, like I said, it was a brand new house. As far as I know, it's not built over a sacred Indian burial ground or anything like that. She saw the image of my dad kind of walking like he peeked into what was my room, which was my, and I have a younger brother. He's nine years younger. And he peeked into my brother's room and he had like a smile on his face. And then he just kind of disappeared. Her understanding was my dad was kind of checking out the house and he was happy that we were in our, in our forever home, so to speak. I was there. I was sleeping. My brother was sleeping. She, to, to this day, she couldn't tell you. It was at nighttime, of course. There was no light. The house was pitch black. So it's not like there was a nightlight. And the house is small. The house is small. It was in the middle of the house where there's no windows. There's, there's no light. There's no skylight. There is nothing. And she saw him as clear as day. Now, she recognized that it was my dad. She saw his smile because my dad had dimples. They had a very, um, a very beautiful smile and um, a very noticeable smile. Because not every, the average person doesn't have dimples. And if you don't know what dimples are, they're like two on your cheeks when you smile. They're like two indentations that kind of go in when you smile. Yes. It's something that for whatever reason seems like the modern human, you don't see that many young people with dimples anymore. It's weird. I actually it's have them. That, it's something that it's, we're slowly breeding it out of people. I don't know what's hmm. going on. You, you don't see it in people in modern times anymore. But my dad had dimples. And one thing my dad had was um, like Michael Strahan. He had a gap in a natural gap in between his teeth. People, you don't see that anymore either because people, when they're kids, they get braces and that, that gap gets removed. So he had a very specific Distinctive smile to look. With his mouth closed or open, you're like, he had a specific look to him. And, you know, this is the man that she had been married to for at that time for 25 years. So, you know, you, you know every detail of your of your spouse. It's a story that I was in, a ghost story that I was involved in, but I didn't, I myself did not participate, so to speak. My youngest one was, and she still remembers the story, she's approaching 20, was sitting as a child, six, seven, something like that, playing in her room and looks up and there's this blue beam. She said it was glowing, standing over her and she screams, throws down her stuff and darts to the living room. And it was in that same house I was just telling you about. And I go looking, there's nothing there. Mm -hmm. Again, she has no reason to make this up. Things like that. Well, happen. and you have the Amityville horror. You have you hear of like very haunted houses where people have to just get up and leave, you know? And there's plenty, yes, there's plenty of modern, you know, stories told based around that that trope, but there are proof of houses that are just so haunted where uh, they bring in exorcists and priests and, you know, shamans of different religions in, and they can't fix it. They're like, y'all just need to get the hell up out of here. We can't fix this. In my, my view, paranormal and 
and, and like Bigfoot and, and lost cities are all kind of almost different categories. They're kind of lumped in supernatural because we can't prove them, any of them. But to go back to your, you had mentioned Atlantis or earlier, there is a satellite image taken of all places over North, Northeast Africa, the desert, the satellite, you know how they can scan and show stuff under the sand. You can see the remnants of water channels in that part and they match some of the descriptions of Atlantis. They're like, it's like rings within rings where the sediments under the sand and just at one point that area, the, the world had water and was tropical. The crazy thing about Atlantis, which you could tie into the pyramids in Mexico and Central America, is it seems like way, way, way in our past, there was a mix of, it's almost like a fantasy story, like Conan the Barbarian. Their technology is very primitive and they're riding horses and they fight with swords, but then there's magic. And you could, you, you could say magic is something where you have, there was some sort of technology that's unexplained, like how did they build these ruins? How did they build, and it's so perfectly built and measured out with the technology they had then. They're, they were literally using rock to build these rock formation type structures. And with these channels that you're talking about in Atlantis, it's, it's, it's so, and, and, and they tie together. Now, recently in the Wakanda Forever movie, they've tied it together horribly. That's a different mm. story. <laughs> but with Atlantis and the Mayan ruins, you know, we have physical data where from an airplane in helicopters looking down on specifically at least the, the Mayan ruins, it's set up in a way where that's the viewpoint where it's it's made it's built in a way where from above looking down it has like a grid formation to it and, and that's where you start mixing in aliens and they were built for aliens and supposedly the mayans they what they thought they were sacrificing to weren't their gods but they're supposedly sacrificing it to aliens tell us about tales of the florida man so it's reported Florida man arrested for using a lost U.S. nuke to power his home for more than 27 years. I'm sorry, what was that again? <laughs> what, what was it? Florida man arrested for using a lost U.S. nuke to power his home for more than 27 years. Wow. I almost want to, like, know the details. <laughs> I, that's, that's impressive. That's some engineering right there. Yeah. It, I, it just it just shows him arrested and that's what he did alright man alright that's my man R.L. Sutton I'm Harvey we are two dudes on a back lot have a good day want more two dudes on a back lot join our Facebook group or follow us on Instagram for upcoming shows and other information now listen to what this other guy has to say now, as our intrepid duo return to their lives as pizza delivery man and dollar theater usher, we must remember the lessons we learned today. Join us again, same backlot time, same backlot 